0: Hello, and this is Joy from Breaking Curses 101. Welcome to my podcast. It's so good to have you. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the remnant, and then I'm going to follow up with what happened in my last Deliverance meeting? Oh my goodness. It was really interesting. I'm going to tell you who was the dominating new strong man that showed up. <laughs> it showed up before, but very interesting. Straight out of Greek mythology. Okay. So make sure you listen to the end. So this week was pretty busy for me. Getting my son moved into school, he did go away. He's a baseball player. God preordained him to play baseball. I know y'all think that when God gives you a purpose, he, it's all about just work, 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 change, change, change. And you know, God wants to just show off. He has diff- all kind of varieties of people. And All kinds of talents that he likes to put on display. And so my child is a baseball player. He's a pitcher and um, He's a lefty His destiny was about to be snatched in 2018 All kind of devices came against that child It was crazy But because I'm in deliverance ministry, I recognize things coming. I learned how to fight them i was fighting so hard in the spirit and i saw things turn around and then i saw him get his breakthrough and the people that the devil sent against him they fell to the wayside and they're not where he is god opened doors for my child that no man could shut but you know some of y'all have so many doors closed and you're quoting this verse you know but You don't you have neglected so great your salvation because you refuse to acknowledge demons and that they need to be cast out. You say everything's not a demon, everything's not a demon. Some things you just you know more it's a just a physical illness or it's just just that. And then so the only solution for you is a pill or a psychiatrist or try harder. And then it's not until like 20 years later you figure out, hmm, maybe it is a demon. And maybe I need to cast out. And then when you get delivered and things change within 24 hours, you think, why did I wait 20 years to get delivered? (laughs) It's crazy. Most people who come to my ministry say, why didn't somebody tell me this 15 years ago? Why didn't somebody tell me this when I was a girl? Why did I go to church all these years and nobody ever told me this? We all feel robbed. Don't worry. I, I felt robbed too. I have a whole book about it. It's called Removing the Barriers to Healing. Look it up on lulu.com. L-U-L U.com. Removing the Barriers of Healing basically describes my journey um, losing my mother to cancer and questioning God on how this can happen and we were raised in church. But then uh, God showed me how he how to heal people, um, how, and that's that's a mechanical way of saying how God uses His authority, or how God taught me to use His authority to heal people. So, and it's all about identifying the strong man and casting him out, and then commanding healing, and people get healed. So often, people get healed reading the book. So you might want to look that up. Removing the Barriers to Healing on Lulu.com So, let me get into my teaching today. The teaching today is on the remnant. Many are called, but few are chosen. Why is that? Why would God create a whole world? millions, billions of people from the inception of the world and then give us a choice to choose Him and then everybody else end up in hell and only a few end up with Him. Why does does God even do that? Well, it wasn't meant for us to not choose God. And love is a choice, right? How can you say somebody loves you if they don't have a choice to love you, if you got married to a person who say they love you, but yet it was an arranged marriage, it would kind of make you question their love. You didn't marry me because you love me. You married me because X, Y, Z, or you were told to marry me, or you felt obligated. Or yeah, love has a choice. Where this. Spirit of the Lord is there is Liberty Liberty is choice I don't have the location of that Bible verse so look that up where the Spirit of the Lord is there is Liberty if God is love and whatever God is there's Liberty there's choice so much um, I was taught in church as a child growing up in a legalistic environment you didn't have choices I used to, and I know now this was the spirit of Dagon. It, I felt like there are no cute guys in church and I was going to be forced to marry an ugly man. So, and we're just very, and if you grow up in an environment like that, you're going to obey the voice of God. You're very obedient to God. But sometimes there's resentment behind that. Um, obedience because... And then sometimes you just misconstrue what really is the voice of God. You're obeying what you think is God's voice, but it's not God. It's that legalistic spirit, which is Dagon or that slave master or whoever that voice is in your life telling you what you need to be doing. So I'm going off on a tangent. That's not even in my notes, but somebody may need to hear that. So where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Liberty is choice. You get to choose. So God created us and said, Choose ye this day whom you will serve. He said, I said before you, life and death. Choose life. I know that's Deuteronomy 30. I said before you, life and death. Choose life. Choose. You can choose death if you want to. But God wants you to choose life he said that you and your descendants may live so if you choose life you're not just choosing life for yourself you're choosing life for the generations that come after you now let's talk about the remnant God saves a few why? because only a few choose him not because he's just picking over people but He gives everybody a chance to choose or reject him. Now, Noah, Noah's family, Noah Noah preached for a 100 years that it was going to rain. He was building a boat. It took him a long time to build such a gigantic boat. I don't know how he did it, but he did. And only he and his children and their wives and his own wife, were, were saved from the flood that came. So, Noah preached for 100 years. He had a whole bunch of cousins, you know, Up, in, he was like the 8th generation. He had a whole bunch of cousins, only I, nobody, none of his cousins got in the boat. His aunties didn't get in the boat. His uncles didn't get in the boat. Okay, his friends didn't get in the boat. You know, they were all related. <laughs> they were all related, but you know, even even still none of his family members got in the boat except his immediate household. His wife his three sons and their wives. And they were probably doing it out of obedience because he demanded their obedience. So they got in the boat. Then it began to rain. They probably didn't all believe him either. They probably didn't all believe him. But they obeyed him, and they got in. Everybody else stayed out. And guess what? They all died in the flood. Did they all go to hell? I don't know. Because they were burning sacrifices to God as instructed. So some of them probably made it to heaven. Right? Because they were all told to burn those sacrifices ever since um, ever since Adam sinned, they had to you know, he killed the goat or killed the animal, God killed the animal to put the skin of the the animal on Adam and Eve so that they wouldn't be naked, so they would be covered, so and that skin was bloody, It it was fresh animal skin, so they were covered in the blood and the blood is what allowed them to, for their the, the blood is what allowed their sins to be atoned for momentarily. It was a temporary atonement. Jesus came and he was the permanent atonement for sin. But we have to reach out for that blood. that that like Receive him as Lord and Savior. And receive his sacrifice that he gave us. In order for our sins to be atoned for. So, maybe Noah's family. Maybe some other parts of humanity, mankind, made it. Into heaven, But they didn't make, they didn't survive the flood. Okay. Some of our ancestors died, you know, tragically because they didn't obey or they didn't hear, they didn't see the salvation of the Lord. And they didn't make it over that bridge to safety. I mean, we're all going to die one day, but you don't have to die before your time. Many people died before their time because they didn't see the way out. So Noah's family made it into the boat and they made it out of the flood. Everybody else died. Out of the whole world, only eight people survived. All right? The stage is being set. Now, let's talk about Joshua and Caleb, um, the book of Exodus joshua and caleb were the only ones that left egypt and actually made it to the promised land noah i mean moses moses didn't even make it to the promised land moses didn't even make it to the promised land guys he led them he, he had confronted pharaoh let my people go blah 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 blah, blah and let them out of the out of egypt into the wilderness they wandered for 40 years he they got to the edge of the jordan river but he was not allowed to cross over joshua and caleb were the only ones that left egypt that made it to the promised land that's two out of millions okay rahab let's go to the prostitute rahab in jericho rahab hid joshua and caleb and they said, you know, as a reward, you're going to, we're, we're going to hang this red rope out of your window. You know, and that was a rope that they came out of her window on. And nobody knew about that red rope. Otherwise, they would have reported her and probably killed her whole family. But that red rope was dangling. And they said, you know, we're going to come and get you when, uh, when we attack. And anybody inside of your home is going to be preserved. Well, when the people of Israel marched around Jericho seven times, the walls fell down. Well, Rahab's house was in the wall, remember? The red rope was hanging from the wall. Okay? Joshua and Caleb had no control over the wall, which part of the wall actually stayed up. Rahab's wall couldn't have crumbled if it did they wouldn't have survived okay but rahab's house was in the wall the red strings hanging from the wall when the earthquake came and the wall fell down rahab's house was the only house preserved on that wall everybody else's house got crumbled and then they went in and killed everybody in jericho all right and so that that city was not able to be rebuilt. So Rahab and her family were the only ones in Jericho that whose lives were preserved. Okay, and Rahab I believe ended in the lineage of either either Mary or Joseph. I can't remember which one. So. Now, let's go to the famine. Oh, the great famine in the, la- the days of Elijah. Rahab, I'm sorry, the widow of Zarephath. Was it the widow? The widow? The widow of Zarephath? Yes, the widow of Zarephath was the only one who received the miracle of food. God sent Elijah to the widow's house to sustain him through the famine. She only had two sticks and a little bit of flour And she was going to make a meal for herself and her child. And then she was going to die because they had no more food. There was nothing growing. People were eating their children. Okay. They were boiling babies and eating the babies to sustain them through the famine. Cannibalism. That's horrible. But the widow had to step out on faith in order to get her miracle. Now, God wouldn't have sent Elijah to somebody that was stingy. God sent somebody to somebody who was already giving. She shared her last meal with Elijah and God blessed her with enough meal to sustain her and her household through the famine. Out of all those people who were affected by the famine, she was the only one who got the miracle. God don't have a problem with, with having one person. Okay? She was the only one. Now let's talk about the 12 disciples. Jesus chose 12 men to pour out his spirit over to carry his gospel throughout the earth. Okay, 12. Now during his time, he had 70 more that showed up, but he had chosen 12 to begin with. And um, they walked with him for three years, saw how he operated, heard his teachings. And then uh, they ran to the four corners of the earth and spread the gospel after Jesus was crucified, rose from the dead, and ascended to heaven. God does not have a problem with a few people, okay? The remnant, the remnant, that's called the remnant. He only takes just a little bit. Um because as Matthew chapter seven verse thirteen and fourteen says Enter ye in the straight gate, enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leads unto life, and few there be that find it. Few there be that find it. The majority of people are going to hell okay if you look in a sea of people most of them are going to hell most of them okay broad is the way that leads to destruction and many there be that go in there at because straight or narrow is the gate and narrow is the way that leads unto life and few just a few you know, let's say you got a big bag of chips. You say, "Give me a few." That made me like four or five. Just give me a few. That don't mean give me half the bag. That don't give me mean give me a fourth of the bag. That means you know, just reach a few, reach in and give me a few pieces with your hands. You got a big old bag of M&Ms. You say, "Oh, just give me a few." That don't mean give me half the bag. I didn't ask for a fourth of the bag. I didn't ask for one eighth of the bag. I said, "Just give me a few." That means like you know, you take a little dip of your hand and take a few out all right only a few people gonna make it to heaven that's how tight this road is so y'all gotta tighten up clean up get off your meds okay ask god to heal you if you put anything in place of god like your medicine your therapy your education um, going from man to man to man sleeping around selling your body whatever you're putting in the place of God is an idol and it's going to take you to hell and you can repent and God will forgive you but if you get caught in the cha- caught, if you get caught without a chair when the music stops you're going to hell <laughs> that's a, a euphemism for um, that is musical chairs and musical chairs for those in, who don't know this game if you're listening from another country You have like three or four chairs lined up, a few chairs. A bunch of people start out. The music, there's always more people than chairs. The people are walking around the chairs while the music is playing. And when the music stops, everybody has to choose a chair. So if there's more people than chairs, whoever doesn't have a chair has to be thrown out of the game. All right. So that's what this walk is all about. Eventually, the music is going to stop. Life is going to end. This world is going to come to an end. Okay. and Are you going to have a chair? Are you, going have, are you going to heaven? Don't let anything in this earth stop you from going to heaven. Now, I want you to go ahead and read Matthew 7, 13, Matthew 7, 14. And then Matthew 20, verse 16 says, Many are called. But few are chosen. All right. Few. Many are called. But few are chosen. Many are called. But few are chosen. Okay. Only a few people are going to make it. Only a few people are going to be qualified. They call a whole bunch of people to interview for these jobs. But only one or two people are going to be selected. Think about it like that. Think about it as job applications. How many jobs have you applied for lately? All right. If you're out of work right now, you're applying for a lot of jobs. And think about the competition. 50,000 people apply for this one job. It's only one job. And they got over 50,000 applicants. That's how it is. That's how hard it is. It's going to get to heaven. So you got to let go. Don't let your friends take you to hell. Don't let your medication take you to hell. Don't let your uh, your need to do whatever it takes to conform to get a job take you to hell okay don't be throwing your kids all over the place for these jobs and feeding your kids to the wolves and you're going to come under judgment for that because you you need a job like we do everything we put everything on a on a pedestal we put everything up as idol. and Say, well, you know, this is what I, I got to do what I got to do to make it. Make it where? Eventually, this life is going to be over. And you're either going to go to heaven or you're going to not make it to heaven. <laughs> okay, you can believe in hell or not believe in hell if you want to. But uh, I'm trying to make it to heaven. I don't want to know what else is out there. But the Bible clearly talks about hell multiple times. So that ends my teaching portion. And let's talk about my deliverance session. Oh, my goodness. I had a um, level three deliverance group. And a woman from Germany was on there. And a spirit of Medusa manifested. Now, Medusa, you say, Medusa, oh, that's a white girl thing. I think when the, another Medusa it manifested on another white girl. But a black man had a Medusa also. I just got an email that that manifested in his deliverance session, his online deliverance session. Y'all got check to check out my online deliverance sessions. Um, they are classes. I call them classes, but they're actually video deliverance where I walk you through repentance. And the Lord shows you different strongholds in your life and different open doors in your ancestry and he can go back 100 200 3, 000, 300 years 400 years you're seeing stuff in your ancestry uh, you're seeing stuff in your individual life that you need to repent for because the holy spirit will show you right there in a vision or in a dream and then after you've repented for all those things and removed the legal rights then i in the next videos i start casting these things out people start vomiting They get diarrhea, they feel heat, they feel things break off of them, they start coughing, they start vomiting. Uh, All kind of deliverance happens in my quote unquote classes. You got to check those out at breakingcurses101.thinkific.com. And um, I have memberships as well where you get classes and mentoring in the level two and level three membership. Level three meets three to four times a month level 2 meets once a month sometimes I give a bonus session and then level 1 I put a bunch of replays in there and classes so Medusa showed up in this woman's ancestry they worshipped Medusa for protection from her it brought in the curse of death where every decade every 10 years 7 people must die in her family is that crazy or what? And now it showed that they worship Medusa through in, in her bloodline. You worship Medusa through sexual immorality. Alright? In Egypt they had shrines and prostitutes, temple prostitutes to uh to Medusa. And I see something else there. I'm not quite sure what that means. But there was... Oh, she saw herself in black hair. She's blonde, I believe. But she saw herself in a dream with black hair. And that represented sorcery and manipulation. So, um, yeah, they put... they, They came in... Oh, my goodness. The Medusa spirit came through sewers. They came up into the earth through sewers and portals. Now, my son had a dream similar... To something like that where he saw god had taken him to uh, he had taken him to see hell and in order to get out of hell he had to come through the portals like um tunnels and then the tunnels led to the sewer system which led to the surface of the earth um he said he had that dream like 10 years ago well this is very similar to what she's saying medusa came up to the earth through sewers and portals she's a reptile she has uh, seven she had four demons under her authority in this woman's life and I didn't get all the names of them I just got like the chief the chief one was named James and he gave her no rest no rest he pokes her and touches her in her sleep if, for you guys who can't get sleep at night that's a demon waking you up one woman had a she, she has a lot of sleepless nights. As soon as she would fall asleep, her cat would start meowing really loud. And so it turned out it was, her her, her strong man was Isis. <laughs> Isis would get in the cat and cause the cats to wake her up in the middle of the night. And so the classes teach a lot of things, you know, about how to get rid of this. I had the woman go back through the classes Um Because at least when you start dreaming of the strong man, that means the Holy Spirit is pulling that thing out of hiding and that thing is almost ready to come out like a pimple getting ready to pop. All right. So when you start dreaming, that is a good thing. When you start seeing the visions, that's a good thing. It may seem scary, but it's actually good because it's coming up from the inside to the surface and the Holy Spirit is ready to get rid of it. So, he'll show you the sins, of the open doors that keep this thing active in your life. And then you can repent and get rid of it. So, I'll check in with her in the next session to see when, I mean, or see, you know, she got any level of deliverance. Our level three is so amazing because not only do they have to get multiple classes, but I do group I do deliverance it's like I do individual deliverance while they're on zoom so I focus on the individual and then I'm calling stuff up and out and other people get delivered while I'm delivering one person so but we're all doing it on in a group so not only are you there getting delivered but you're learning how to cast demons out you're learning how they came in and then you're getting delivered all at the same time it's the best way to do deliverance people are getting money um, this woman has a new relationship in her life and she is over 40 okay oh, excuse me she's over 50 and now she she looks so cute too um, she has a new love in her life and um, it's it's just great to see all the good things that are happening And jobs this woman's husband got jobs he said whatever you doing keep doing it He's not going to do the deliverance, but she is. Do you know the demons on your life can affect the people closest to you? And when you get delivered, everybody around you will get delivered. I hope I have convinced you to come into my membership. And I don't care if it's your last dime. When you pay for it, it will unlock so much money. Money will just start flowing. Abundance will just start flowing in your life. Favor will start flowing in your life. So check me out at Breaking breakingcurses 101 dot thinkific.com and look at the uh, memberships and consider joining and god and i'm just so excited i'm gonna wrap this up now god bless you and i'll see you or talk to you in the next podcast bye